Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast. Love the graps. I uh, I'm Chris. Who's that over there in the distance? He's running towards me. <laughs> I think he might attack at any minute. It's the internet's Alan Boo. You're in a weird mood, aren't you? I am in a very, very weird mood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just very weird mood. Very... Is that because it's midweek? Yeah. It's like um, it's like a full moon. Ah. I um, I, uh, I get I get a bit strange. Really? Yeah. 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 And also, I've not got work tomorrow. Uh, I have. Yeah. I've got a long day at work. It's unusual tomorrow. for you to have work and me not have work. I know. Normally, you're the one who doesn't do anything. You lay uh, about. Well, I mean, I say I've got work. I'm, I will be at work. You probably won't do any work. No, no. Right. Boss isn't in. Brilliant. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway. Yeah, what have we been up to? We've been to a show. Ooh la la, it's Wednesday night. I know. Um, it is currently... 30 past 10 yeah yeah it's really early um half past 10 on a wednesday night and we've got home from a show yeah unprecedented i mean it was a local show yeah ish well, it was local ish yeah. yeah next town over yeah as local as it's gonna get for us right yeah. now and it finished early yeah did stay to have a bit of a chat yeah we were hanging around yeah yeah because we are groupies to the stars i'm not no we were just hanging around we were talking to people that we know it's fine okay yeah. Um, uh, so we went to Wolverton Milton Keynes. Yes. Home of good wrestling. <laughs> it is home of good wrestling. Um, but not to see good wrestling. No, because um, Wolverton has two promotions. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, At least two, because, I mean, there's there's been others. Yeah, we were deep in an industrial estate. Yeah. Um, at a, what I guess is a nightclub sort of thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's um, yeah. I, I saw some posters yeah uh up for other things that there. there's a michael jackson tribute cool. coming is that cool i don't know i don't know it depends on your feeling What's on the, on the closeted name? pedophile pederast people well i mean if he was closeted then we can't we can't make that judgment can he's we? dead now we can say whatever we like jesus yeah didn't realize that was how we were doing it yep though them's the rules christ i mean i I think he's all right. He's got some good songs, isn't he, Michael really? Jackson? Yeah. Really? We heard that song, Beat It. Oh. It's good. It's good. Oh, is that is that a cover version of Eat It? Yes. By Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Um, have you heard the song Thriller? No, I've never have. Yeah, it's about zombies or something. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they had a Michael Jackson tribute act. Yeah, um, presumably some DJs, I think. Yeah, um, the Rat Pack—they're coming. Um, but yeah, it's a big old. Well, what? Wait a minute! I can't believe that anybody's going to that venue for a Rat Pack trip. Rat Pack <laughs> tribute or because, a Michael Jackson tribute. Frankly. Because in the best possible way, the venue is grotty. Yeah, I mean it's, it's grimy. It's urban. There's <laughs> pictures on the wall of. Marvel superheroes, yeah, uh, including one of well, the Hulk actually, there, with there no nipples. A, there was a Batman. Yeah, there was a Batman as well. So, so just superheroes, just superheroes. Just but in, predominantly Marvel. Generic superheroes. Well, the yeah. Marvel ones are a lot more colourful. Yeah, but you Marvel. were a bit upset by the painting of the Hulk, weren't you? There was a big painting of the Hulk with no nipples on it. Yeah. Please make your murals anatomically correct. Can they do Cesaro's nipples? Can they do those Brock Lesnar nipples <laughs> that seem like they're going to shoot pus at you at any second? <laughs> In fact, one of where the nipple area was on the Hulk, it did seem like it was shooting pus. Yeah, I would think that was just part of a larger explosion that had been <laughs> depicted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was at Unit Nine in yeah. uh, Wolverton Milton Keynes, and we were at a show for IPW. Yeah, IPW One. Yeah, there's a branding issue there. Yeah. We might go on to Yeah, we'll later. talk about that later. But um yeah, it was formerly it was... advertised as One Wrestling. Yeah, which was an offshoot of Fight Nation. Yeah, and in the interim Fight Nation have taken over management of IPW UK. 
yeah. which is now slow, slyly rebranded itself purely as IPW. Drop the UK. Um, and tonight's show was being introduced as IPW One. Yeah. So, who knows what's going on? Anyway, yeah. um, all may become clear. Maybe we don't know. Maybe who knows? Sit tight. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a, a show at a industrial estate in Milton Keynes, um, and it was midweek grabs. Yeah. Um, and it had a lot of those people you like on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was advertised with Pete Dunne. Yeah, off WWE television. Tyler Bate. Off WWE television. Trent Seven. Off WWE television. Marty Girl. Off the internet. And Chris Brooks. No one likes Chris Brooks. No. So I don't know why they put him on the poster. No. Well, he's got nice hair, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's got lovely hair. He's grown out the uh, blonde a yeah. little bit, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, should we talk about a show? Yes, let's. Let's do our podcast where we talk about things that we liked and things that perhaps we didn't like so much. This is a segment I like to call Love the Graps. Hashtag Love the Graps. Bum, bum, bum. Da, da, dum. That's the uh, jingle for Love the Graps. I, some of you may know Chris is a musician. Yeah. Uh, and I did actually suggest fashion. to him that we we did some jingles he could do some jingles for the podcast and he dismissed it out of hand only to throw one in for you just there yeah well i will i don't mind singing a jingle off the cuff but i do not go in for premeditated jingles <laughs> all right so love the graps hashtag yes. love the graps um we go for three points this is me telling you what this podcast is maybe you've listened before maybe you haven't maybe this is the first time Maybe you've been drawn in by the promise of talk of great surprises on the IPW show <laughs> that we might get on to later. Um, so, love the graps. What do we get? What have we got first? Well, let's start where the show started. Yep. With the opener. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, a three-way. Three-way yeah, well, dance. It initially didn't appear to be a three-way. No, that's right. Now, this was the first show of... Um, Originally, a kind of new promotion, but not. But again, we'll get onto that in a bit. But new venue, uh, new endeavour. You need to set your stall out. Yep. Okay. I think that the way they did it tonight set their stall out fantastically. So we were told it was a Z for Z Z Z Force. Well, Z Force. Is it Z Force? Z Force. Yeah. Um, Z Force title, uh, which was one of Fight Nation's titles. Okay. Originally. Kind of their um, X division, uh, yeah, more or less X Y Z division, X division uh, uh, championship, um, and the current holder of that is Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. He dethroned uh, Robert Sharp uh, for that, and he was down to fight Ashley Dunn, yeah. um, to mind sweeper. Yeah, mind mind sweeper. You know that game you used to play on the computer because you didn't have anything else. This is a good game. Yeah. There's logic involved. Do you know what? I don't think I've ever played it. No, well, stop stop slagging it off then. I played um, uh, Sporkle, you know, the quiz, no, quiz website. No, y- you sound like a very old man. <laughs> they have a Minesweeper type thing on there. Are you sure that's a website and not a cave painting? <laughs> it's a website. It's a very good website, everybody. Do you know what I used Sporkle. to like? Was um, Bamboozle on Teletext. Massive fan of Bamboozle. Yeah. Yeah. Bamba Boozle. Yeah, he's the man. Uh, nice I, quiz. Every day, new questions. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and you have to go back to the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah. If you got one wrong, and then they changed it, that they did it in sections, so you didn't have to go all the way back to yeah. it. Um, I thought I made it easier for the thickos. Frankly, I'm I'm glad that they killed Teletext because of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, was, I was hoping it would live on. Do you know who you always remind me of? Uh, Ron Dixon from Brookside. As a timely oh, reference. Of Bamboozle. It, yeah, Bamboozle looked like Ron Dixon from Brookside. Cool. And thus slightly like Ray Houghton. These are all great, great pop culture references. Yeah. Um, so they started off with this match and uh, it was uh, Kip Sabian against Ashley Dunn. And then they introduced the third challenger. Yeah. A second challenger, a third member of the, of the match. <laughs> third <laughs> member of the match. Yes. Completing the match was Tyler Bate off the telly. Yeah. Um, who who joined the fray, yeah. uh, and they they had a match. Yeah, and I quite liked it because Sabian and Dunn are two of your. I mean, it sounds weird to say this, but two of your top young independent talents. Yeah, because although what we 
go and watch is pretty much independent wrestling. It's got people on it who have got WWE contracts. Yeah, and and even then, you're talking about a couple of wrestlers who aren't sort of associated heavily, at least, with the top sort of three or four promotions in the UK. No, they're not in your Um, progresses, they're not in your rev pros, they're not in your ICWs. Yeah, I mean, Ashley's made a couple of appearances. Yeah, but he's not established. For, for like, the cockpit, I think. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's nice that there there's, there is this kind of core, maybe not core, but like this undercurrent of British talent that haven't quite sort of found yeah. a place in these other companies. And I think that's really sort of valuable because yeah. w- it's something that we might get onto a little bit later. But, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people that are working in a lot of different places. Yeah. And it was nice to have those two and throw in a wild card in the form of WWE's Tyler Bate. It gave the match an interesting dimension. Yeah. Um, Tyler spent a lot of it outside, which um, was did, quite yeah, nice. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, you get paid the same. That's right, you might as well take it easy. Yeah. And in the end, um, Tyler was the one who got pinned. Yeah. Which makes sense in a lot of ways, because he's n- probably not going to be in IPW as a, a mainstay On going forward. Whereas Kip Sabian and Ashley Dunn probably will be. Yeah, Kip Sabian got the pin over Tyler Bate, um, which is a kind of a big scalp for Kip Sabian. Yeah, and it also kept Ashley Dunn fresh. Yeah, he wasn't pinned, so there's legs still in the Ashley yeah. Dunn Kip Sabian feud. And so, I think I think Ashley looked really good in this. Yeah, and you know we we spoke about the Riptide show mm. um, that we went to on Friday, and one of the main criticisms was of that main event where you know one of the best wrestlers in the world was too busy messing about um, to put over yeah. the, the young talent that he kind of put over on the microphone at the end of the show. So in that match, Ashley and his partner Kelly Six kind of looked like bozos. Yeah. Um, whereas in this, he looked like he was, you know, he was right there on the same level as, as Tyler Bate and Kip Sabian, who eventually won the match with a roll-up. Yeah. Like... Um, yeah, I just think... I was impressed with Kip Sabian again. Every time I see him now, I'm really impressed with yeah, him. Yeah, I, th- I think he... I don't know whether... The, it's not the same as the Chris Ridgway again yeah. from the other day, but there's something still, I think, needs to click with him. Mm-hmm. Like, where... Like, that will kind of kick him into another level. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I think maybe... I don't know whether it's part of his look is, like... Kind of very generically. Well, it's it, very Chris Brooks. It, exactly, it's very similar. Yeah. To other people, um, I don't know whether he needs something there to sort of freshen that up. I mean, he's obviously a good-looking young lad, but like, what does he do to sort of make himself stand out? He's already got a stupid name. Super bad. Well, I mean, it's the actual Kip Sabian. That's well, that stupid, is a stupid. I, I, I don't even see that as a name. It's just some. Some just words, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, he, he's he's a guy that could move on, I and mean, he's having good matches. Yeah, as well. Like he's not like, um, you know, he's not like character and nothing else. No, like he's got some character. He's having good matches. What is it that will take him to another level? I yeah. don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, next one, we we might disagree slightly on this. Right. Um, but I'm putting it in for the, the concept, if not the execution. I think that they tried something new tonight. Right, okay. And it didn't perhaps come off in the way that you probably would have liked it to come off. Something specific. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked that they tried it. And that was the fact that we had not so much dueling announcers... But we had dual announcers tonight. Okay. So we had a traditional announcer in the ring. Very traditional. Yep. Chris Pugh, I believe his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he handled the the introductions of the, the wrestlers as they were coming to the ring and introduced the match, the one fall, you know, stuff. Didn't join in by everybody, by the way, because he wasn't doing one fall, one submission or a knockout to decide the winner of the match. That doesn't make you better than anyone. Um, and then they also had a guy who I think... The the reasoning behind him being there is because going forward, 
I think IPW are going to try and be showing every show that they they do live on their relaunch network. Okay. I believe that is the intention. Um, and so he's there as a kind of a continuity announcer um, to talk about what's going to happen in the match um, over and above just listing the competitors in their hometowns and etc. Um, I don't know that it particularly worked with this guy tonight. I didn't catch him. Ricky somebody? Don't know. Ricky Suaro? I don't know. Um, I didn't catch his name. Um, he sounded at times like he was reading what he, yeah. what he was saying. He um, sounded a little bored at times. Um, he probably wasn't. That was just the cadence of his voice. But I think what they went for is really worth doing. And I, it's something I've not seen before. Yeah. On on a live show, well, um, that the the crowd can can hear yeah. both sides. So, so I appreciate like the the you know the attempt at doing something new, and I, I actually could see some value in this. Where if you're doing live broadcast, sometimes there is a moment. There are moments of dead mm. sort of um, air in the room. Because you're talking to the audience at home, yeah, and not to everybody in 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 the, in the venue. So, if if there is a way to make that work, where you're talking to the audience at home and the people in the in the room, then I think there might be value to it. I think it needs tweaking. I think, yeah, because because basically you can't do exactly the same presentation as you would to the home audience no. to the people in the room it doesn't work like that you you would you, there needs to be a third way do you know what i mean like it can't yeah. be like I, I i think you probably would have just been better off just having the announcer do it and like somehow have him sort of try and recap what was go what's been going on yeah how we've got to this point for that match and then and then go on rather than the commentator have to sort of step in and do like caption basically well i quite like the the two voices yeah i mean if you if you can if you can you know. do it and you can have them be compelling but if they're not compelling yeah then what's the point i mean few there? things are born fully realized but i i think it's an idea that i've not seen before i think it's an idea that can work yeah it, as you say I, it needs tweaking playing with and i think if we come to this, if they carry on with it and we come to it three months down the line, it might be... Well, maybe, maybe, but you can't... I, I just I want to stress, I can't stress enough that a home broadcast commentary style does not work with the audience. I, I audience. think there is a way to do both. I think there is a way because one of the things you don't particularly want to hear in the arena is the commentary. No, but I I think there is a way for the lead commentator because that's essentially what we're talking about the announcer. Yeah. Um, who for a lot of IPW stuff, if they keep the the same thing, will be Dean Ayers, um, who's been doing their commentary. Um, I think there is a way for him to address the live crowd and the crowd at home in the same. But it needs tone, to be, and then. For it yeah. to go to the action in the ring okay. for the live people and him to talk to yeah, the people yeah. at home. So, and that's fine. But what you need to do is you need to make it clear that you're speaking to both live and the audience at home. Yeah. Because the way that's being presented at the moment, he's talk it sounds like they're talking to the audience at home with a live microphone on. Yeah. Like, there, there's no... Like, unless you're, talk unless you're talking to the people in the room, I don't want to hear it. If you're just talking into a microphone mm. for the benefit of people at home and I can hear it, yeah. it doesn't... It I mean, it didn't help. Work. We couldn't really see him. No. And I don't think most of the audience could see him. No, he wasn't placed in a position where he, he was visible, really. Yeah. I mean, he, he probably could have done with being up on up on top. Um, I don't know how that would have worked, you know, where the, uh, the yeah, hard yeah, cam the hard was. Cam. Yeah. Um, could have had him up there, but I don't know. Cautious thumbs up for me for trying something new. I I don't know whether it works. I honestly, even I, I don't. There's not an easy way to fix that and make it seamless. I would roll back on it and and not and maybe not try that personally. Personally, 
I I would carry on with it. Okay, that's fine. That's why we do the podcast. Yeah. Point counterpoint. Yeah. Okay, third one. Um, third one, and it's something we've already said out loud, I think, on this episode, or maybe we didn't, um, <laughs> is, is hooray for midweek graps. Yeah, there's a bit yeah. of a trend at the moment Yeah, for midweek graps. Um, you've got your Lucha Forevers. Yep. You've got your attacks are doing it. Yep. Progress. Um, progress are jumping on that bandwagon as they oh, are wont to do. Although, to be fair, they were one of the first yeah, school yeah, night they graps. Were, yeah, um, they've been doing it for a while. Um, yeah, uh, it gives those of us who can't get enough more to watch. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, that I think it's probably e- maybe easier to pull together a really good card because there's not loads of, you no. know, loads of stuff going on midweek. I mean, we've not got to the point now where there are competing midweek graphs. Not really, no. Um, it makes sense to me because we've talked about the the rise of Britress and about how it's been done in gig venues. Um, now, when I was a much younger man and didn't hate the thought of going to gigs, mm-hmm. I went to quite a lot of gigs. Yeah. And many of them were midweek. Yeah, same. Um, and you'd think nothing of going to a gig and you'd get home late. Um, has it happened to we didn't get home late tonight? Um, and then you go to work next morning. Yeah. And that's what you do to see live music because... There are lots of venues around the country that people tour and they're not just going to tour on weekends. Um, they're going to tour through the week as well. Yeah. So it makes sense for music and I think it makes sense for wrestling. Um, obviously, we're in a new era. It's early days in this new era. So we are starting to find these things popping up. Mm-hmm. Um, someone did point out to me um, when I mentioned about uh, Midweek Graps yesterday on, on Twitter that... Um, WWE have been running midweek graps for for ages, you know, Monday and Tuesday nights. Yeah, um, you know, Raw and SmackDown. I it's, suppose it's not it's the midweek same graps. world at all. But though. um, and and indeed, when they come over here and tour, they they run yeah. they run midweek. Um, I think it's a really good thing. I'd like to see it adopted more. Um, we've got it. It's mostly in the bigger cities at the moment because that's where you. Your, your population centres are but yeah. as we've seen tonight it was a sellout crowd I don't know about 150 maybe yeah yeah. Um, on a Wednesday night in Wolverton people came we spoke to some people afterwards came up from London yeah for it um, so it is something that can work um, and I'd like to see it continue a bit more yeah yeah and I also think as well that with the midweek thing, you can try some some slightly different things because the audience that you're going to be getting is kind of, I mean, hardcore Britrest will get a hardcore Britrest audience anyway. But I think the the hardcore of the hardcore are the ones who are going to turn up midweek. Do you think that's what we had today? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think what we had today was a lot of people that would go because the WWE UK guys were on Yeah, that may be. That may be the case. Because they were the ones who definitely sold the, the thing. Yeah. Because when the the, the show was sold, it, it was there was no history behind the promotion. Um, it was just some guys on a poster. You had the UK guys and the British Bullet Club guy. Yeah. that was Those were the names on... Like, we didn't have Trent Seven tonight. We didn't have Marty Skull. But all of these guys were announced yeah. for the show. Um, so... Yeah, I think they were sold on the names rather yeah. than the hardcore Britress guys, um, hardcore Britress fans. For instance, like I mean, if we look like sideways, look at some of the other, like the so the attack shows that they're running, that that's more of a sort of hardcore attack audience yeah. that go into those shows, um, like those midweek shows. Uh, this, I mean, as you say, there was no sort of. Um, idea of what the promotion was so it it could be hardcore fans but i think to some extent it was like the sort of we've got the cream of the british scene who are selling tickets they genuinely are selling yeah. tickets right now like that you, you put pete dunn on a poster you, you're gonna sell a bunch of tickets like and that's proven how we've been at shows where we've been very frustrated with people who can't stop cheering for british yeah. style um or cheering for the bruiser weight because 
because he's this massive star right now in Britain. Um, what I think it, it can be, though, is it, it can be used to introduce people to new things. Yeah, so it's true. Those people who, who came tonight um, to see Pete Dunn, to see Tyler Bate, to see Trent Seven, couldn't bother. Went to Australia instead. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, we did get Travis Banks in his stead because Trent Seven went to Australia for Travis Banks, so Travis Banks came to Wolverton for Trent Seven. What fair, a great exchange. Know, what a fair deal. Um, but there will be people who will have gone away from tonight not having seen um, Sid Scala yeah. before. I was quite impressed with Sid Scala tonight. He's, he's got the fundamentals really strong. Um, very, mm. very much a comedy gimmick. Mm. But his work is great. Um, so you may have new fans for him. Ashley Dunn, um, yeah. again, another one not strongly known Robert Sharp yeah. uh, these are names which people who attracted by your Pete Dunn's your Tyler Bates won't have known about and now may keep an eye out for yeah. so I like that you can try new things but I mean can... even even some of the guys that are working all over the place um, the the fans of WWE UK wouldn't have seen your Aussie Open yeah I mean Kip Sabian who we've already mentioned yeah. you know he's, he's, he's heavily featured on Lucha Forever he's, he's doing Sort of like a lot of the XWA shows, he's sort of all over the place. Yeah, but probably not to the fans who are, you know, who are into WWE UK, which is fine. But also the fans that are kind of following progress. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big fan base now yeah. in British wrestling. But you know, it's also very focused on a roster that they've got. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, guys like those that um, are already sort of making a name for themselves, like it, it, it's a sort of yeah new uh, new set of eyes on them. Shall, shall we transition from that? Yeah, into not my grabs. Okay, because it kind of links. Yeah. So one of the things with the midweek grabs is that a lot of the guys that we get to see elsewhere have more places to do what they do yeah and if we wanted to think philanthropically about it that's great for them great excellent everybody gets more places to work yeah the flip side of that is that you have a lot of the same guys doing a lot of the same stuff in a lot of different places yeah so one example prime example is Friday, we were down on the south coast, we were down in Brighton for Riptide. Mm-hmm. On that card, they had advertised Chris Brooks and a partner yeah. against Aussie Open. Yeah. Tonight, we got Chris Brooks and a partner against Aussie Open. I, I don't know whether there might be a saturation point for us with these matches. I, I think those. I think disclaimer. I think all of those guys are capable of having a million different matches. Yeah, and tonight's match was was very. Tonight's different. match was very different. To Built the match around a had. hat. The, tonight's match was very different to the match on Friday, yeah. and it was very entertaining. Yeah. But when do we get to the point where, if promotions don't try and do something interesting with these guys, all of the promotions are just going to look the same? Yeah, I think part of the issue is that these are guys who are proven ticket sellers. Yeah. Um, in the terms of Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Marty Skrull, Will Ospreay, um, even Chris Brooks now, CCK, uh, the, their ticket they're, sellers. They're, they sell things, they sell t-shirts and yes. um, And so they're being brought in to pop a house, basically. They're also being brought in because you know you're going to get Decent matches out yeah. of them. Um, but they're not necessarily being brought in to be part of long-term programmes. So they're being dropped in and often just against each other because if, you're, if you've if you got long-term programmes, because if you're a wrestling company and you're not running long-term programmes, then I'm not really that interested in you. Um, then it is the same guys against the same guys and there is only so much that they can do. Yeah. Um, and it does sometimes, you know. Yeah. So, so, so here's the problem. 
and part of the problem is us. Oh yeah, because this was the forty second show uh, I've been to this year, mm-hmm. so I've seen most of, most of the guys on this card. Not all of them. Yeah. There are a couple that I hadn't actually seen this year on the card today. Um, so it's the promo- like so to go in the promotion. They're they're at a sort of disadvantage with me already because yeah. I already know what I'm going to get from from these guys in one form or another. Now you talk about the that there are two things that they can do. Like if if you're going to book a lot of the same guys, you need to either be offering me unique matches. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean well we can't have guy A against a, uh, guy B. It's got to be guy A against guy X, like. They can be guy like we could have a match with two completely you know two guys who have wrestled each other a whole bunch of times, but you need to give me something different from that. Yes, like something unique needs to happen there, um, or else you need to be doing ongoing storylines. Yeah, like so either it needs to be completely unique, a one-off that I'm not going to be able to see elsewhere, or you need to be drawing me in with a narrative. And I don't know whether we got that today. I don't know whether we got that at Riptide on Friday. I think, you know, there there are elements that kind of tick those boxes. Mm. But there's also elements where I'm like, well, what was the point of that? Yeah. Like, you know, I I I, I enjoyed the tag match today, but I wasn't like, I, I didn't feel mm. oh great. I went to IPW. Like, oh, IPW is brilliant. All I thought was. Those guys can have a good tag match anywhere. Yeah. I think there's a couple of things at play here. The the first thing is that there are about a dozen guys who are getting booked everywhere yeah. at the moment because they're the guys who will pop a house. Um, and so you it, it will be diminishing returns every time you book those guys because there's only so much you can do with them. Um, it's unavoidable because we're in... Uh, a boom period and you want to make hay while the sun shines so i, I can't criticize that too much mm. the other thing is that we ourselves make a choice that we go to um promotions where we see these guys a lot yeah um not necessarily i mean we we decided to go to riptide regardless of of who was there um i, I didn't really know who was on the card when we booked the tickets no riptide. no it was a um, day out yeah and IPW um, tonight we probably would have gone because it's local midweek graps check um, it out yeah um, but mostly it's it's your fight club pros uh, your attacks your lucha forevers yeah um, it's the same guys fighting the same guys and that's our choice we choose to go to yeah. those and to be honest part of the reason we do go to those is because those are the guys we like yeah um, so there is that at play yeah but then the things, the thing that those three companies in particular do is to keep it interesting. Mm. Like you're, you're never like as much as you might turn up to an attack show and you might get um, Damien Dunn against I don't know Ryan Smile that you've seen half a dozen times already. That you'll be guaranteed that they're going to do something there. Yeah, that is going to uh, you know kind of surprise you or you know entertain you in a way that you weren't expecting mm. um and that's the challenge that's the, that's the promoter's challenge like it's all well and good writing a bunch of names down on a list and going these are the matches and get out there like it's the challenge of the promoter to go yeah but we're gonna do this we're gonna make it a little bit extra yeah we're gonna try and put a little twist on it um so I don't know. Like I, I'm a big fan of ongoing narrative, mm. um, but I'm also a fan of like single, like oh, I don't even know how to sort of put this across. But like, na- like narrative can be it can be it can be six months long, or it can be yeah. ten minutes long. Yeah. Tell me a story that I'm going to remember. Rather than just do a match. It's not enough to just do a match now. Well, we're probably going to talk about it in a bit. But I think there is the case um, about tonight's show being caught between two stalls. Yeah. Um, 
but we'll we'll get on to that in a minute. So let's let's go for our yeah, second. Let's move on. Let's move on. Not my grabs. Or else I'm just going to ramble on yeah. babble for a bit. Um, let's go from talking about people that we see all the time and like seeing people all the time yeah. to someone that we don't see all the time. And thank Christ for that. Yeah. So. Um, Johnny Storm recently captured. This is a, it wasn't. It's Johnny not Johnny Storm. Storm. <laughs> Although Johnny Storm actually did something tonight that we, I'm going to mention in yeah. a second. But um, Johnny Storm recently captured the uh, IPW Championship. Yeah. Um, and uh, in in place of uh, I don't know, in, with uh, people removed from the card, he found, found, suddenly found himself in Wolverton. Yeah. Um, he said he's going to defend the title because he's a champion. Yeah. Um, he came out and he cut a promo. Should I talk about that right now? Yeah, mean, it's just one line. One talk line about it. Well, one word. Well, I mean, it was a couple, it was yeah. it was a combination. But um, Johnny Storm came out and did a villainous promo, which um, you know, uh, it's, it's objectionable. It's really like yeah. he called the crowd a bunch of fat retards. Yeah, Johnny Storm. Frankly, you can fuck off. Like, don't talk to, don't talk like that. Like, you need to sort of understand that in 2017, like, that there's certain language that you just should, just don't use. Yeah. All right? Because it's not, it's, it's, it's not in vogue for a no. start. I, I applauded the intent because on a night when perhaps the heel face dynamic wasn't well, that yeah. clear cut he came out and and set out his stall yeah, but, but he set out his stall he took a shortcut yeah that we don't want anymore if you're too stupid to be able to to come up with something else then yeah. I, I can't i can't help you like yeah. it's not difficult just get a thesaurus out and come up with some different words yeah like that you can insult the crowd in a million different ways and you don't have to do it by being just an offensive yeah. prick. Yeah. Um, Johnny agree. Storm is stuck in a different time. Yeah. All right. He's a, I, I'm going to be a little bit harsh. He's a bit of a relic to some extent. He, he's, he's, I've seen him have good matches this year. Yeah. Really enjoyed him on King of Trios. I've enjoyed him at XWA shows that I've been to. But unless, you know, this kind of stuff doesn't wash now. No. It just doesn't wash. No. Um, and I'm afraid if, if, if that's too, you know, PC, then I'm sorry. Like, I can't, like, yeah. you just can't do that, though. And I wouldn't even say it's the fault of the promoter because a promoter shouldn't have to say these are the words you cannot use. No, it should. It should it's not even a wrestling thing. No, this isn't it's... a wrestling thing at all. This is a human being thing. Yeah. This is a don't talk like that about other people thing. Yeah, like because it's not just it's not the crowd you're offending. It's people who are mentally handicapped. Like that's yeah. Like, oh, I mean, say, hey, it's handicap. Am I allowed to say handicap <laughs> now? I don't, I don't know. know. See, and this is the thing. I don't even know where I stand completely on it. But I know that, I know, we all, come on, it's 2017. Yeah, everyone knows. We all know. I mean, we, we, you can make jokes about the fact that we all know that's a word that you shouldn't be using. Yeah. Uh, Johnny but Storm. anyway, we're anyway. not talking about Johnny Storm. No, so Johnny Storm came out and he, he was putting his belt on the line. And he had a challenger, Alan, didn't he? He did. He had a challenger. Surprise. Oh, it was a surprise. IPW promised us surprises. I, do you know what? I was surprised because I didn't recognise his music. And it was only when the crowd started chanting moose that I realised a moose was in the house. <laughs> now, let me temper this by saying that people seem to like moose. Yes, it... we all like moose. I like <laughs> chocolate moose. I like uh, strawberry moose. I mean, it may be that people just like saying moose. I think that's more it than anything. Um, but it, he has got a bit of a rep as a decent talent. Um, so I, do, I don't know. I don't know. He, he was quite well regarded on Ring of Honor. Um, there was a point where it looked like he was going to sign with NXT. Uh, and he ended up 
in whatever TNA is called now. Yeah, do you, why did he end up there? Because domestic violence issues came to the surface. That may be the, yeah. the reason. Um, but people seem to like him, but we do not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Moose, but I'm also not a fan. I mean, I don't. If Moose is on the card, why isn't he just murdering people? I mean, there is that. He is almost a foot taller than Johnny Storm. Yeah, uh, he's got quite a bit of muscle. He's built. Yeah, um, he should. I mean, I understand the intent is maybe Johnny Storm won the IPW title on the last show under the old regime. I don't know how smooth uh, a transition it was um whether it was something that they wanted and to be honest that's not for us to to know no no um so the the intent is obviously right let's get the title on to moose um obviously only a short-term thing i think because he's he's only over here for a bit to get it on to somebody else um have him kill him just have him destroy johnny storm and johnny yeah. storm can survive that you know? Moose is one of those wrestlers that like it was something that was actually levelled at Matt Morgan for years okay. was that he's a big dude who looks intimidating but doesn't wrestle in a way that is intimidating yep. at all like he just he just comes out and he just wrestles like another dude so I mean and that's, and that's hard that's a, to, to be a big guy who kills his opponents isn't something that goes down particularly well on the indies no because I, I think in part it's because promoters want value for money from the people they're booking so the idea of putting somebody out there who's gonna you know gonna completely squash somebody else that they're in the ring with and only take up a couple of minutes of your show yeah. isn't isn't cost effective it's also an ego game as well and finding people willing um yeah, to do that but, when they're not under contract is is tough. Yeah, yeah, but you'd think there would still be people out there who, who would take the money. Take the money. Yeah, yeah, right. but yeah. So we we got Moose and he won the title. Moose. And yeah, it's one of those surprises where you're like, oh, I'd surprise! I'd, yeah, I'd rather have what I expected. Shit in your cornflakes. <laughs> I mean, um, it wasn't we, the only surprise on the card. It wasn't, was it? and and it, I've got to stress that both these surprises were well received by most of the audience. Yeah, most of them, um, but did not find favour in the the Love the Graps corner uh, of the arena. And um, yeah, so <laughs> so you've got a main event, um, yeah. and the main, main event, event, Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, who, I'm going to just make a little comment about Jimmy Havoc. I'm not going to go on. But what is, where where does Jimmy Havoc belong in Brit Wrestling 2017? Yeah, kind of lost that. Um, maybe this will be something that we talk about some other time. But um, yeah, there's a that I'll pose the question to you, the listener: um, Has Jimmy Havoc lost all of the aura that made him special two years ago? Mm. Have a think about that. Yeah. So it's Jimmy Havoc against Pete Dunne. Yeah, WWE UK off champion the telly. Yeah, off Pete Dunne, um, and they, so they had a, a wild main event. Went, went, out, went outside, didn't the they? Yeah, they went outdoors. Yeah, um, used a shoe. There was a shoe used, and a man. Yeah, the shoe. The shoe was at one point attached <laughs> to the man. Yeah, I think his and name was he... Wayne. Okay, which for some reason makes it even funnier. I don't know. Right. Um, so Wayne was used. Yeah, um, and Wayne's shoe was used, and they brawled and all over the place outside. Yeah, it was perfectly fine. Yeah, like it, it was, was. You know. Exactly what you want from that kind of main event in that kind of show. You well, know, it's an all yeah. ages show, yeah, you know, yeah. a bit risky. It's, not, it's an over 18 show. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. No, uh, I mean, that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. um, so, and it's built into its climax, and yeah. then um, somebody appeared. Yeah, um, well, f at first, uh, a, a, a woman came out, and then Sabu came out. Yeah. Sabu's carer came out, yeah. and then Sabu came out. Yeah. Sabu, the homicidal, homicidal, homicidal Sabu. Homicidal, genocidal, suicidal. It's genocidal. He is. That, I mean, that's not good. I mean, I've called The Hague about it. That's not interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I'm calling Amnesty International. Yeah. Like, maybe they will take the cause up. Um, yeah, Sabu came out. Wearing cargo trousers, 
and his 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 headdress, yeah, and a t-shirt, and threw a chair at Jimmy Havoc and stabbed him in the head, and Pete Dunne got disqualified, and that was the end yeah. of the match. Pete Dunne didn't care. Pete Dunne, we well, fair enough. He was like, well, well uh, that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not for anything, is it? This main event. No, it's just a match. So he walked off. Um, Sabu did some more laying into Havoc. Busted him wide open. <laughs> he did. His face was a crimson mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and and they got pulled apart by security that kind of appeared out of nowhere. Uh. Were they there all night? Or did um, they... I think they were lurking. Right, okay. One of them was Maverick Mayhew. Yes, yes, I did recognise yeah. him, who um, was a secret Lycos last week. Yeah, as he's well. got a lovely smile, Maverick yeah. Mayhew. Yeah. Yeah. What a charming young lad. Um, but yeah, so Sabu appeared. Um, people chanted ECW. Yeah, they will, won't they? Yeah. If you put an old man out there, they'll chant ECW. <laughs> they, they did seem thrilled that Sabu was there. Yeah. Um, he's still got cachet. Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of those sort of special one once in a generation. What, what you know, there's never going to be another Sabu, no. is there? Um, and probably more than any of the rest of ECW, he he had he had a mystique and an aura that was kind of stretched on. Yeah, beyond. Yeah. Um, whether that means his matches are worth watching is another matter altogether. Well, he's had that hip replacement. Yeah. So um, I mean, I saw him in a leisure centre in Rushton a few years ago. All oh, right. Yeah. Against Mister Monster. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's happened to him? He's still knocking around in Rushton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, nearly killed himself. Didn't he? <laughs> Old Sabu. He did the dive to uh, the kind of thing with the stepping up on the chair and onto the rope thing and. Yeah, nearly died. Yeah. Well, I, he didn't nearly die. He just he looked like he could have died. I worked a couple of shows for Sabu. Um, yeah. My tag team partner ran over his foot in a shop mobility. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, this kind of brings us on to the final, not my graps, in that Sabu appeared, breaking up a main event of Jimmy Havoc versus Pete Dunne. Mm. And it's kind of, what is IPW... At the moment, on the 11th of October, 2017. Yeah. Because IPW was uh, a, a regional promotion. Very much so. Uh, yeah. In Kent and a little bit of Essex. Um, probably the parts of the country that voted for Brexit. Um, yeah. <laughs> overwhelmingly. Yeah. Um, and it was going along quite nicely. Uh, had a glory days in the past. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, uh, Fight Nation promotion uh run predominantly on the south coast started off in london um but they've been running canterbury eastbourne weymouth of late um bought ipw took over uh everything from that point forward branded as ipw and that includes all the fight nation shows and tonight's show which was initially branded as one mm-hmm. um now ipw as i say were, were trucking along um just doing their thing to their regular venues, selling tickets quite well. Had their deal with Flow Slam, you know. Yeah. Um, Fight Nation doing their own thing, and that now they've kind of smushed together. They have smushed. Um, and I'm not really certain at this point what IPW is, uh, and maybe that's because things are up in the air at the moment, and they're they're gonna land, and we've got to see where it's going forward. But at the moment, what was the show that we saw tonight? Yeah, I mean, just to touch on that main event, if you just sort of lay the cards out where they are, you've got the hottest guy in British wrestling yep. against maybe one that was and then yeah, it's cooled off a hot, little yeah. bit. And their match just got thrown out because an old man came out. Yeah. So we're... And then earlier in the show... I'm going to just lay some of the cards out yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, you know, IPW, British wrestling versus whatever the hell this is going to be going forward. Yeah. So let, let's go through some of what we saw tonight. You had the three way at the beginning where yep. you had 
the two younger guys and you had the WWE UK guy and yeah. one of the younger guys got the sort of, I guess, upset, but it was, it didn't feel like an no, upset. No, um, Even though he did win just with a roll-up. That was good. That's a positive. Where are we going from here? Yeah. We've got something that we can sort of build on and go forward with. Um, and then you've got the... Was the, title, the IPW title match was second on the card? It was, it? yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the guy who won the IPW championship on the last IPW show under the old regime yeah. come out and lose the title to a surprise import from the US of A. I don't know what that means. I don't like it doesn't yeah. look particularly transition towards the old guard. Yeah. Um I, I I'm gonna I mean I don't wanna know. I, I don't actually I'm not gonna speculate about the sort of how you end up with going from Jimmy Havoc who was the champion and he's on this card to Johnny Storm on the yeah. la- on the very I last did seem show. a bit weird it, it feels like a little bit of um yeah a bit of a bit of a sidestep you'd think that there would be a smoother transition there's yeah. no need it didn't feel like you had to do that unless the old guard of IPW really wanted to sort of say you know Johnny you really should deserve this yeah is a thumbs up for all your long service yeah. i don't know whether that's the case but anyway the IP, last ipw champion of the old regime loses the title in a second match second on the card yeah. to uh, a surprise from far away lands yeah then you got a tag match with um cck brooks and banks against yeah. Um, Aussie Open who weren't announced um, CCK had a cup of coffee in, in the old IPW yeah yeah um, Brooks, um, Brooks and Lycos yeah um, but what's this I mean it's not a sort of continuation of IPW it's not really a continuation of Fight Nation no it's it's something new is it just a sort of you know a spot on the card being filled I don't know well, I mean, if anything, it kind of harks back to the original concept for One Wrestling, which is just a bunch of names. Yep. Um, come and see these guys sure. have, have some wrestles. Okay, then we get into the second half, and then it yep. gets a little bit more... IPWE. IPWE slash Fight Nation. Yeah. Um, we had an appearance from... Damien Dunn, no fun, anti-fun police. Yeah. Damien Dunn against uh, Sid Scala. Yeah. Kind of... A comedy match it wasn't really much of a comedy match was it it didn't kind of go no. above and beyond in the comedy they did some like yeah. light character stuff and people chanting fun and that was yeah. about it people chanting dipstick yeah and plonker yeah so it was more the yeah. crowd trying to go for it yeah. and then you had um rob sharp against rishi ghosh yeah again which felt like it probably should have been a comedy match but yeah. Rishi Ghosh was out there as if he was Roman Reigns throwing was working, German he? suplexes he and He had his spears. working boots on. It was weird because his gear does not fit him. <laughs> um, he, Rishi Ghosh is a guy that's been around the scene for many, yeah. many moons. Great hand, um, good trainer. And he hasn't really been featured heavily as a wrestler in any major British no. promotion for, for, for a long time. And it's weird to see him... Um, doing some moves I mean my my main exposure from him is is when he was doing the Rev Pro stuff as a second for Gideon Gray yeah like I haven't seen loads of him wrestling and even when I have he's been a bumbling idiot so it's weird to see him in there um so that's a weird one I don't know what what that means as an attempt I I thought it was I thought it was good in the uh the the continuity announcer Ricky um, did make a point of saying that uh, Rob Sharp had lost the title on his last appearance. He, yeah, I uh, lost the Z Force Z Force the, the title. Zuzu title. Um, and this was him working back. So Rishi Ghosh is it's a name, but it's not a huge name. Um, and it wasn't a squash. He had to work hard. He had to show bits of what he had. So it, it made sense for me. But it was yeah, it was it was a bit odd in its placement on the card. Yeah, um, but do you know what I think they could have benefited from actually swapping Rishi Ghosh and um, Damien Dunn round? Mm. Yeah, because I think 
Rob Sharp would have worked better with a more sort of overtly sort of I mean obviously Damien's doing the anti-fun thing yeah. so a very sort of over the top kind of yeah serious but stupid here yeah. um, and then Sid, Sid Scala could have like really sort of hammed it up against Rishi Gosh who probably could have done more of that sort of hard hitting stuff against him yeah um, and put him in his place but yeah I, weird I mean that's just a little sort of hmm. switch that maybe you could have done yeah. um, and then you have the main event which was uh, a kind of got a bit became a bit of a mess at the end so i don't know what from this show you take forward yeah and move on um we we discussed earlier obviously they're they sabu's advertised for a future yeah sunday like li- live on the the new networky thing the super eight yeah um, um, and Jimmy Havoc's on that show as well. And Jimmy Havoc's on that show as well. So one would assume that this was actually to set that to up. set that up, um, which is a bit of a tough thing to do because that's in Eastbourne. Is it that, is it that one East Eastbourne? This is in Kent. This is in Kent. Yeah. I can't imagine. There's lots of people going from Unit Nine in Wolverton no. to Kent for IPW. I don't know. I'm making an assumption. Um, but obviously, this show tonight was not advertised as an IPW show. No, until all the tickets and I think gone. that's that's part of the issue. Is that I don't know <laughs> when the decision to to buy and rebrand as IPW was made, but this show was um, advertised, booked initially uh, as a standalone show of the kind. I think it's here's a bunch of guys come and see them have some matches. Yeah. Um, and then it has kind of changed, and I can see the intent. Um, but as we said, it's a bit of a smushing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that at this point, from this stand, from where we're standing right now, that it makes sense. It yeah. may do. We, we're not big fans of Wait and See uh, on Love the Graps, mainly because it's often used as a crutch by people. Yeah. That you, you have to wait and see how it plays out. But I'm I'm willing to wait and see in this so, because yeah. of because of the circumstances. I mean, I mean, obviously, yeah, this isn't a case of them telling a story and telling you to wait and see. But we haven't told you a good enough story to get you invested no. to, to to see the rest of the story. Um, this is kind of a moment of transition for two companies that have kind of become a third thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it was a bit muddled yeah. tonight. But I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from it. I will just one last point: that their next show, which is in three weeks' time in Milton Keynes, probably a little bit quick after yeah. after that, um, is supposed to be was advertised as a one night tournament for the One Wrestling Championship. Yeah. Now I don't know what that means. Now, presumably, it was an eight man tournament over you know one night yeah um what are they gonna do now I they should know. quietly drop that i think because well, unless, because uh, there's far too many titles in that company now unless they somehow the title becomes vacant yeah with moose um i don't imagine they've got too many shows between now and then no. um so that could be a way around it if they wanted to do a one-night tournament for the IPW Championship in Milton Keynes, that is. Yeah. Yeah. But also, they've advertised a lot of your standard top British guys. The guys who were advertised for this show. Yeah. Um, um, plus Matt Riddle. Plus Matt Riddle for that. So, yeah. how do you make that an IPW show? Well, if, Matt Riddle's done stuff in IPW before, so... Yeah, I suppose that's fine. You know. But, but let's wait and see. Yeah. Let's wait and see. We're, I don't know if we'll be there. We may, we may be there. It's only down the road yeah. on a Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, for for as 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 muddled as this show was, let's see what happens when it finds its feet. Yeah, as a standalone, I enjoyed it. Um, but I'm I'm one of those weird people who can't just accept things as standalone. I do have to think about where it sits in, yeah. in. Um, but and, and, and I do say you know that is a disclaimer that we have to put on all of this is that 
we go to a lot of shows yeah and our our views are completely colored by everything else that we see yeah. there's always going to be that bigger picture and we're massive nerds we are massive nerds yeah right we've done nearly an hour yeah let's wrap it up all right then um when are we back let's um we've not got a live show now for a couple of weeks yes so we'll try and we get a couple of things some, in. Fill fill that gap somehow. Yeah. Um, we'll our next live show is Fight Club Pro Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead on the twenty seventh of October. Sure, we will see some of you lovely people there. Yeah. Um, between now and then, as I say, we'll have some stuff up. Um, go and jump on that Facebook group. Yeah. Um, we have some conversations on there. Maybe I'll ask a question. Maybe I'll post a photo. <laughs> maybe even a short video it could be anything um <laughs> that's a uh, facebook.com probably slash love the graps or you could just search for love the graps i'm sure it'll show up um twitter at love the graps twitter at muscly babies that's me at indie sleaze is alan yeah follow us tweet at us hashtag us tell wimpy they should sponsor us yeah wimpy still haven't coughed up any cash no after all of our good work they must have sold at least one more burger because well we us. know they did well they sold four more well burgers no ben owens week. went there purely because that's true yeah lovely tattoo by the way ben well done wimpy tattoo <laughs> no it wasn't a wimpy tattoo oh, no. okay. santo and blue demon very oh, nice right. yeah not a wimp not not the wimpy guy. not santo and Blue Demon at Wimpy. <laughs> alas, yeah. alas. Um, yeah, so we'll be back soon. Soon. It is now 11.31. Go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. But the hills that we climbed, the seasons out of time.